0: All right. Welcome to a new episode of Guys Who Law. I'm Andrew.
1: And I'm Jesse.
0: And big episode today. I'm excited about this one.
1: You know why I'm happy about this episode? Kind of a slow week in legal news. Yeah. Not so much, we thought outside the
0: box. Not much news. So today we're going to be talking about the new Ted Bundy movie came out in, in May of this year. Uh, it's called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. It's the movie with Zach Efron and Lily Collins, uh, and it's on Netflix. It's so, on Netflix. So Jesse and I uh, watched it recently, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of thoughts ab- about it. So we're going to discuss, uh, you know, what we generally uh, our gen- our general rea- reactions and what they got wrong, what they got right, some of the legal issues, yeah, Etc That guy's been staring at you all night. What do you say we get out of here? What is it about this guy? When I feel his love, I feel like I'm on top of the world. There are things you don't know.
1: Hi, officer. I think I must be lost. That will shock you beyond your worst nightmare. I am innocent. You don't actually believe
0: this garbage, do you?
1: It's in all the papers, Ted. Ted! Monkey! How did his name get on that suspect list? I want to come see you. I was really hoping you'd that. This case is about catching a monster. Ladies and gentlemen, I am
0: that innocent suspect. You are skating on thin ice, partner. The media has convicted Ted before he's had his day in court.
1: I'm gagged and you're not. I wonder whether he did it or not. I'm more popular than Disney World. Did you do these things? Absolutely not. Let me get back to plotting my escape here. That, of course, is the uh, true life story of Charlie Sheen from (laughs) several years ago. A lot of people didn't know that. Um, Now, that's the the Ted Bundy. That's the trailer for him. And uh, so first let me ask you, what did you think of the movie?
0: I liked it. And um I think one of the big reasons— One reason- out of ten. One out of ten. One out of ten. <laughs> um I'd say a seven point five. I'll,
1: I'll agree with you on that. Um the the first thing that I have an issue with, and this is this is the important part, okay? They cast Zach Efron as Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, I'm sorry. I don't think he was that good looking. Okay, he's got that what 70s good looking like if you put him in 2019, I don't think he'd be turning heads. Well, so Zach Efron <laughs> is so beautiful, okay, he is a beautiful man. And you're gonna cast the most beautiful man. That's like casting Chris Hemsworth as Ted Bundy.
0: Ted Bundy was like okay. I, I don't get the the charm. But this is but this is a movie. Like, do you want to watch someone who's okay looking for an hour and a half? I want it accurate. You know, they said
1: he was handsome and good looking. And that's one of the reasons you, but, he attracted. You, but these you don't women. want
0: accurate, or the movie is gonna be more boring.
1: Let me let me tell you something, okay? When you look at Zac Efron's eyes, I see like doves. <laughs> Jumping over a field. I feel like I'm watching the ocean. The yeah. Sea. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I would trust him. Yeah. But when I look at Ted Bundy's eyes, they're pure black.
0: That's like, those are dead eyes. Yeah. So I I, I looked at pictures of Ted Bundy. I think he's like a decent looking guy. Like, There's a resemblance. Like, I guess in the scope of serial killers, he's probably on the better looking scale of serial killers. I mean, I haven't thought of it like that. Um...
1: I don't think he'd be in, like, you know, Maxim's top 100 (laughs) list of... Yeah, he'd probably be in the top.
0: Let me ask you this. Did you know much about Ted Bundy before you saw this movie? I didn't
1: know anything that much about him. It's obviously one of the serial killers, kind of the same thing as, like, Charles Manson, Jeffrey Dahmer. You know these names, but you don't know the full story of what he's about. So, yeah, I I learned a lot about it.
0: So that's why I think I like the movie a lot, too, because I I didn't know much about Ted Bundy. I had heard his name. I knew he was a serial killer, but I really didn't know so much about the story. Um, and this was my like kind of fo- first exposure to that. So I feel like feel like I learned a lot.
1: And I like the idea how Zach Efron kind of every time he's talking to somebody else in the movie, it's a performance. He's acting. And you know what's funny? He's like kind of acting. Like people don't give Zach Efron enough credit about having how much of a good actor he is. I think he's a really good actor, but he's actually you can see him acting because he is putting on a performance. So everything he says is a little heightened. He's like, I did not do these things. Well, I just did not get the justice. And he's putting on this performance, I think, purposely because that's what Ted Bundy did.
0: Yeah, I think he had to put get, get himself into that, like, happy character so he can fool everybody. Right. Like, you saw him in the car when he got pulled over that, like, the police officer was about to come. And he, like, literally just, like, got himself together. Yeah, he put so, on the smile. So, so, he's so like, he can, oh, so a charm. Yeah, he was, like, a charming yeah. guy. You couldn't think that this guy was capable of being a serial killer. Um, did you, I mean, getting back to Zach Efron's looks. Yeah. Do you think this movie glamorized Ted Bundy?
1: That It did, because at the end of the day, you're looking at the movie and you're thinking, well, I kind of like him, right? I kind of feel like I'm siding with him, and I could see why people... And that's really, I think, what they wanted to do here. They wanted to put you in the position of liking him, and then you're in the position of being one of the victims, and you said, oh, I could see how yeah. he might manipulate you and you might fall for him.
0: I, th- I feel like that I was, I was re- reading some interviews with the director, uh, and I don't know if the purpose was for the audience to like Ted Bundy I think it was to to humanize Ted Bundy and the show that evil people could look like any one of us
1: Yeah that that's fair my problem is they they said they dedicated this film to the victims and they really didn't discuss any of the victims
0: so in the, so in the so in the movie they didn't show for the most part until the very end of the movie any of the violence or any of the attacks or any of the murders on these victims It was all
1: through like newspaper clippings and news reports in the movie yeah. you just see his life It's basically spanned out how he meets this woman, Liz. Mm -hmm. He gets into a relationship with her, becomes like a father figure to her daughter. Then he gets arrested. He has a first trial. Then he gets picked up again. He's got a second trial. And then that's basically what the movie's structured as, which is fine. But imagine being a family member of one of the victims. I would have to say you made a movie glamorizing the person that killed that – you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: if they really wanted to – pay respect to the victims, then they would have told the story through the perspective of of one of them, maybe one of them that survived, or one of their families, a family of one of the victims, but instead they told the story through the eyes of someone who actually loved Ted Bundy. His, his girlfriend. Did they, though? I mean, they weren't together for
1: a large part of the
0: movie. Well, but She's I She's following
1: his trial.
0: I think they did have a legitimate relationship with each other where they loved each other, and, you know, especially— like, That was the Sword first 15 beginning. minutes of the movie, though. Yeah. but I mean, she, she would, during the first trial, at least, it seemed like she was still in love with him.
1: Yeah. Well, I think there was a part of it that always loved him. But the thing is—and the, here's the issue—what
0: was the movie supposed to be? A
1: love story between them? Was it supposed to be about his trial? Was it supposed to be— a documentary about him like a biopic i couldn't tell what the theme was and that was one of the reasons that i didn't give it a higher score
0: yeah that's interesting like what well, what was like what was the theme what was it? the mess it I, wasn't a biopic was I, it? I think the message they were they were trying to get across is that that people you know there could be there's evil people and there's people like ser- serial killers aren't necessarily like Obviously apparent to everyone. They're just not walking the street and like that's a serial killer. Like it's someone it's much more complicated than that. And it's someone who could look like you or me or anybody.
1: Yeah. Well or Amba. (laughs) I wouldn't trust her (laughs) at all. At all. Yeah. Not at all. No. Amba, quick question. You can say this aloud because I know we don't have a microphone. If Andrew and I approached you, would you trust us? Yep, that's the first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, 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 so ah,
0: <laughs> uh, uh, that's what a serial killer sounds like. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, well, so, so so how Ted Bundy lured his victims in? Yeah. was by you know, posing that he had an injury and asking a uh, young woman to help, like, put something into his car. What they did so well in the movie is they sh- they showed how
1: charming he was. Yeah. Like, he, Zach Efron, extremely charming in the movie. You could see how many women would fall for him, including faking an injury. You could see how that would happen and somebody would be like, oh, I'll help
0: him. He was so charming that a former co-worker of his who, all I know is he never had a romantic relationship with her, followed him around to his trials. Yeah. Like, and would would stake her her reputation in terms of defending him. What does
1: that say about society? That because he's so good looking and so <laughs> charming, women just like forgot what was happening. Well,
0: let me ask you this. Do you think this trial would have been as big of a deal if he wasn't as good looking?
1: Of course not. It's because of what he looked like. I think it was a co- combination of things. They said that he was good looking. He's a white guy. He got special treatment, special attention. It just showed what kind of society we were living in at that point.
0: Yeah. And this was the first trial that was televised ever. That's one of the reasons that I like that we're talking about, it too, because obviously- That's we, what we do. With long crime. With long crime, we broadcast trials. This is, this is what started our company. I know. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, I mean, if it wasn't for them streaming these trials, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah and and
1: yeah. also the degree of which these crimes were committed. I mean, how disgusting and horrific they were. That's one of the reasons it captured nation's attention. Yeah. And- he breaks out of prison two times, and we're going to get to that in a second, yeah. but then commits more crime, commits yeah. more murders. So this guy, when you talk about being a serial killer, that's who he was. And everybody was also trying to get inside the mind of him. Yeah. you know, He wouldn't admit it. He was entertaining. He fought with the prosecution. He fought with the sheriff's office. He, he also represented himself at one point. He represented himself. That was cast in the movie, too. And so maybe we should talk about what was accurate about this movie and what was not accurate about this movie.
0: All right, so let's let's start with a very obvious one. Yeah, or like kind of a, kind of a minor one. So John Malkovich, mm. one of my favorite actors, yeah, is is the judge in this movie for the second trial. Yes, the judge in real life looked nothing like John Malkovich. He had a full head of hair and he was and chubby a, and a southern accent.
1: That bothered me more than anything. John Malkovich is a terrific accent, a terrific actor. Have you ever heard his Russian accent? Phenomenal. Oh rounders, could- oh my god. And yeah. and billions, he's in billions. He couldn't even try to put on a stronger Southern accent. Yeah, he
0: played it pretty straight, honestly. Yeah,
1: and this guy was a character. This yeah. real judge. Yeah. Now some of the lines that he says, including the title of the film, come from that judge. Yeah. And they took the transcript the way it was. During the course of the trial, when and this was This happened in uh, Florida. This trial. Most of the stuff he was saying, yeah, I could follow the transcript, but he also ad libbed a lot. Yeah, and there were things that he said in the movie that the real judge didn't say.
0: So, so probably the biggest factual error that was the main reason that why he why he was convicted in in, in for for his for these murders is. They show a scene in the movie when he's in prison. Well, let's just go back. So
1: remember, this story, this movie chronicles his two trials. He gets convicted of aggravated kidnapping and attempted criminal assault. Then they move later on to when he's picked up in Florida. After he escapes prison in Colorado because he's ultimately transferred there for a different series of crimes, he ends up going to Florida. And then kills and attacks several sorority members of the Chi Omega sorority in Florida. Mm-hmm. So then he's put on trial for there.
0: So when he's on trial in Florida, the reason why he's convicted is because the uh, they fa- they f- they found bite marks on one of his victims' uh, butts. Yeah, there was one. very little
1: evidence tying him to it other than yeah. This one, bite
0: mark. One, so one of our one of one of the, one of, the butt, one of her butt cheeks had a had a bite mark on it, um, and. When, during the movie, they show a scene where uh, the prosecutor goes into his prison cell, hold, holds him down with three different people, and puts this piece of equipment in, in, in his mouth to take the impressions of the teeth. Now,
1: the lawyer in me, immediately saying that, said this po- obviously could never have happened. This would be a violation of his constitutional rights. We would have heard of it, and obviously this was right because what really happened was a judge granted a search warrant to allow um, – to allow the removal of evidence from Bundy's mouth, and what they ultimately did was they sent him to a dentist to get these
0: uh, impressions. Yeah, in fact, uh, I you know I I read also that Bundy was very willing to do this. Uh, well, at first he didn't want to. At first he said no. But, but then, then when he got there, I heard he was he was telling them he was like, yeah, of course I'm I'm happy to do this. Like, what should I be hiding? Okay, yeah. So that didn't work out so well for him, now, did it? No. Today, that evidence. Probably wouldn't hold up in court. Like, bite mark c- com- comparisons are considered unreliable.
1: It was very circumstantial evidence that wouldn't hold up today. Yeah, but
0: even if it didn't hold up, like DNA evidence has we has come so far since the Bundy trial that they would have found something else,
1: and they would have yeah. picked them up much earlier. One of the reasons they didn't pick them up much earlier is because. The way that they analyzed DNA evidence just wasn't was it what it was today.
0: Yeah, I mean, they could have found, like, saliva on the person's butt. Or, right. And he raped m- numerous victims. I'm sure that there was some DNA evidence there, too. Right, exactly. Now, also
1: talking about what was wrong, uh, there's a part of the movie where he escapes prison through a library window because as he was representing himself, uh, um, he had access to the library. Yeah. And he, that was accurate. He actually did escape from prison, went on the run for, like, four days— was even the way his what he was dressed as with his like weird sweater from the 70s. I actually like that sweater. I did too. I was like, well, that's a shame to throw <laughs> it. I, I
0: honestly thought I was like, Ted Bundy's kind of a good dresser. Did you? I thought that too. <laughs> I was like, he's really stylish. Yeah.
1: But did you notice he was constantly in Zach Efron build throughout the whole movie?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was that's that's what went went wrong in the movie, right? Right,
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, they said during his second prison escape, which yeah. was a little bit more glamorized, this how they did he it. He went through the light in his yeah. prison cell, yeah. He uh, lost a ton of weight. He was emaciated, basically. In real life, in real life, yeah, yeah. in the movie, he's still Zac Efron bicep strong. Because let's be honest, you're going to tell Zac Efron to lose lose weight, you no, tell him to <laughs> get rid of those muscles? I don't think so. You got a movie to sell. But yeah, take him time to build that up. You know, Chris Hemsworth did that fish movie, that Moby Dick movie or whatever. Yeah, they made him like lose a ton of weight because he was like uh, stranded on an island at one point. You think that movie did well? I don't think so.
0: Well, they went the opposite way in Avengers, and that did well. They put on that fat suit. They put on
1: the fat suit. It did well. So the end of the story is, if you have a choice, put on the weight. (laughs) Don't lose the
0: weight.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So that's something that wasn't accurate as well.
0: So one more thing.
1: Well, there's a few things. There's a bunch of stuff.
0: There's a lot of stuff, actually. So throughout the movie, they don't don't show Bundy – Acting inappropriately towards his wife at all. Like, he didn't, he didn't, they didn't, they didn't show him hitting her or anything, or not even his like, wife or Liz. Not, sorry, not his wife, Liz, who was his girl. So, ultimately. one other thing that was, that was uh, factually off is throughout the movie, they don't show Bundy. Uh, Acting in, inappropriately towards his towards his girlfriend at all, Liz, she, he didn't lay a hand on her th- in the movie. He he was he seemed reasonably respectful to her and very respectful and, and, and like a loving boyfriend to to her child. Um, but in in real life, there was actually some instances where you could see that he was kind of a controlling boyfriend. At one point, um, uh, you know, I, I read that there was an argument where he pushed her into a lake. I'm sorry, Ted Bundy wasn't a good guy. <laughs> oh. But y- you know that makes that makes sense though, because like why the, the biggest reveal to me, because I didn't really know the story beforehand, was at the end of the movie you find out that Liz, his girlfriend, was the one who initially called Bundy, he, they gave Bundy's name to the police, and that's why he was added to the suspect list. Later on, Bundy was pulled over for something, and they found rope and a crowbar, and but but. His name was also on the list, so it kind of raised, for, raised flags also.
1: Well, they, they said in the movie they pulled him over. It was a little bit more prolonged. Here's what happened. They, they, they pull him over in the movie, and he's immediately arrested because they find some suspicious evidence in the car. Yeah. In real life, they don't actually arrest him. They do find like handcuffs and some weird evidence, but they don't arrest him until after he sells the car. And there's like certain hair fibers, I think, that was found in the car, and yeah. then they ultimately yeah. arrest him.
0: Yeah, but isn't it interesting that his girlfriend, like, the one that, that, you know, they show that loves him so much throughout this movie, was the one who started this whole, uh, you know, all these accusations against Ted Bundy. She was the one who initially got his name added to the list. And why would she do that?
1: Unless she was a bad boyfriend.
0: Well, yeah, unless, like, there was something that happened between them before, indications that he was a bad guy and this that picture kind of validated that.
1: There were certain parts in the movie like she goes back and revisits things that he did and he acted and she's like, oh, that kind of explains how creepy he is. Yeah. Including the fact that a dog barked at him. In the movie, they go to visit a dog to try to get like a dog, yeah. they adopt a dog and the dog just stares at Ted Bundy and starts barking but at him. Didn't, that
0: didn't actually happen. That didn't life. actually
1: happen. But man, what a cool scene. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I, I get why the director put that in. Yeah. But you know, also um, in real life, Liz his girlfriend Never attended Any of the trials She wasn't at any of the trials In In the the movie She attends The the first first trial And she was very upset She was crying At the end Um, She goes into A depression after that She becomes an alcoholic Right And you know In addition to that too Bundy was actually The one who Had an alcohol issue Yeah It wasn't so much Liz his girlfriend I get it And they
1: kind of Reversed it It's good creative choices Sometimes real life Just doesn't fit into The story that you Want to put as a movie Including the fact that what we learned in real life is he actually tried to kill Liz. Oh, yeah. But that wasn't mentioned in the movie. Because in the movie, they want to say that he loved her. Yeah. He always loved her. That was his one and only. She turned on him. Mm-hmm. But in reality...
0: She was asleep, and he closed the... Uh, yeah, I got it. The, the what's it called? The uh, vent the vent yeah. in the fireplace. So all yeah. the smoke built up at night, and then he put a towel on... Uh, under her bedroom door so that the smoke stayed in there.
1: She remembers waking up coughing. She
0: wakes she remembers waking up coughing. coughing. This boot this movie is based on the book that she wrote years ago. Yeah. So this that that she she put that in her book. By
1: the way, you're assuming everything that we see here is true but it's really based upon her account.
0: Yeah, her her account and also some of his confessions.
1: A lot of the movie, yes, we have the footage from trial and conferences that he's had. But a lot of the back and forth between him and then his
0: wife right. and
1: Liz, we don't know
0: what really went on. Yeah, a lot of it's from her from from her perspective. I'll have, a, I'll have this one. Jerry. Ah. You're, so Jerry. Haley. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, Haley, Haley Joe Osment from The Sixth Sense. Some actors like, you know grow up this to be the same he really
1: changed you know when you look at first he really became a guy named jerry yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you look at it he went from cute little Haley joel osmond to to what a jerry would look
0: like. yeah so there was so sorry
1: to say but there was no jerry in real life no jerry in real life but more boy is there a jerry now in my mind after seeing Haley joel osmond
0: i mean he was just put in this movie basically so that like there can be an emotional outlet for for, uh, for Liz. Right. Guess, yeah, that,
1: Did they end it... I mean, you could say they were in a relationship in the movie.
0: I don't know if it was like a physical relationship. But it seemed more like a friendship. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, that he was there for her, mm. cared about her. Um, and I think it created some tension between Bundy and Liz, which was good for, good for the movie, I little, guess.
1: little friend zone action for Jerry. Yeah, Jerry... He got was, a little jealous of Ted Bundy. Jerry, Jerry was way in the friend zone. So in the friend and,
0: zone. And, and remember... I mean, I mean,
1: <laughs> So who are you competing against? Uh, A serial killer. (laughs) I'm so unwanted by a woman that she'd rather be with a a mass murderer than me.
0: (laughs) Well, Ted Bundy, remember when he called the house? Yeah. And he he told Jerry, he's like, you you will never have what me and Liz had. Yeah. (laughs) And he just got so pissed and hung up the phone. Yeah. And then Liz said something similar. Yeah. Like, you will never have what me and Ted Ted had. And he's like... Your, your boyfriend is a serial killer. What am I look doing a, here? <laughs> look at the evidence that they gave you in that envelope of someone's head being chopped off. Your boyfriend did that. Yeah. Do I need to go back to being the sixth sense and tell you what's really going on? Yeah. So speaking of that person's head being chopped off. Oh, okay. Let's, let's so go into we're, that going, to the, we're yeah.
1: going to the end of the movie now.
0: Yeah, so let's, yeah, let's go into the head chop-off part. There's okay. actually a couple of things that were factually inaccurate here.
1: Okay, uh, or should we go back to the trial, some things that were— Well, weren't. we
0: can hop around. Okay, we'll let's hop around. around. Yeah. So
1: at the end of the movie, yeah. this didn't happen, what I'm about to say. Yeah. Liz, uh, after Ted Bundy's convicted, 10 years later, I think on the eve of his execution,
0: yeah.
1: he gets a visit from Liz, she goes to prison, and she tries to get him to finally confess to everything that he did. In reality, that never happened. What she did do, Liz had a phone call with him— And although he didn't directly say what he did uh, on this phone call in real life, he basically said there was a force that was driving him. It was uncontrollable in the movie. It's a lot different. She starts questioning him about this one victim and she puts up a photo of her. She says, what happened to her head? Because the head's decapitated. And he's like, well, you know, if you put the body in the woods, maybe animals would get She goes, I want the truth. You tell me what happened. And what does he do?
0: He, there's some steam on the on the mirror, you know, in the, on the screen. Because they're they're separated. You know when by you're talking blood. to someone and you t- both have the phones up, like at a prison. prison yeah, like yeah. when you're in the shower and you write on the you write on the wind you write on the the door. So he wrote on that screen on that divider between them. The dividing glass. The do- dividing glass hacksaw.
1: So creepy, and that's and she just and then she gasps lapsed, and runs and out of left. him and that's the first time that he confesses to her so, what he really did. So
0: one that never happened It's just he said it, 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 there was a call between them where he basically just said he had a sickness but didn't explicitly say that he did such and such things even though later on he told the FBI that he confessed to a bunch of a, a bunch of the murders. Yeah. Two he when he when he, when he confessed to the FBI later on, not in the movie in real life, he actually didn't decapitate that person with a hacksaw. He did decapitate that person, but the way he did it was he burned the person's head off in the furnace of his girlfriend of Liz's home. Oh my gosh! I don't even know how that's physically possible.
1: I don't. I. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. And what's worse, I mean, it's just the really. He is one of the one of sickest people of all time. I mean, the fact that he was so indignant and saying that he was completely innocent and then did this stuff. It's nuts. I could see why they didn't want to put that in the movie. He
0: has to have some kind of a sickness if this is like he, there's gotta be obviously there's something wrong with him.
1: And not to sound mean, but also Hacksaw was easier to write on the plexiglass <laughs> than, <furnace>. than <laughs> She'd be like, I'm confused. What does that Can mean? You, <laughs> is there a footnote to that? Like Furnace, your place, you know. I, I don't think that would work so well. There's a lot of things in the movie that were actually inaccurate. Um, including you mentioned before that Liz Gives the police this tip about Ted Bundy. In the movie, she just does it based upon a police sketch of him. But in reality, there was more evidence that she found, like physical evidence of murder. And I believe she also found women's underwear in his apartment that was a bit questionable. So she had more things going on, uh, more things that gave her a reason to believe that he was up to no good.
0: Also, by the way they weren't together like through all of law school like they were kind of on and off so oh, yeah. throughout and law she school she was seeing people and he, he was, seeing was seeing people so the relationship probably like, wasn't all of what it was made out to be in the in the movie they they had to make it that way I guess in the movie because yeah. it's a stronger plot line that way yeah. but Again,
1: um, real life doesn't always give you They what were hot you and cold
0: like these, think about it these were young like young he's really young, young he was a young guy right really yeah. Young. So, yeah
1: amazingly in the movie zac efron always looks like he's 30 years Honestly, old yeah. throughout the whole movie um but anyway uh, another big thing was, like you said, he represented himself in court. He was first represented by this attorney. They changed the name of the attorney in the movie from what his name was in real life. And there's a dramatic moment in the courtroom when he ultimately fires his attorney and then his attorney says, F you, and he leaves
0: the courtroom. Yeah. Didn't
1: quite happen like that. There was no uh, big outburst in the courtroom. So
0: so what happened was that he, that he actually had to keep his attorney on as, an, like, as an advisor. Right, Bundy was a was some He didn't even finish law school. Yeah, but he was pretty good. Well, in the movie, you saw like someone. We saw like there's trial footage too. Yeah, but
1: yeah. It, he did okay. I mean, yeah. but then well, again, well, he,
0: he was got the death penalty. I don't know. How yeah, it didn't it.
1: really work out so well <laughs> for him. They said you know his his believing he could <laughs> manipulate. Every, he thought he could manipulate everybody. He also proposed to somebody in court. That was true. Yeah, no, that, that was true. That's that was true, smart. but it was a different trial. He yeah. proposes to well this girl that he was saying Carol in the movie he proposes to her during the Florida trial uh, for the Chi Omega ones but in reality he proposes to her at a third trial which is not shown in the movie the movie shows two trials he really had three trials his third trial was about that young victim I think uh, her last name was Leech she was uh, 12 years old. Yeah. He's ultimately convicted and sentenced to an additional uh, death sentence, but that would have just been redundant. They didn't put it in the movie, but it's at that third trial that he actually proposes. And
0: there's some obscure law where if you propose to somebody in court in front of everybody, it's yeah. official.
1: And it gives John Malkovich the time to say, indeed, he's right. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even hear I was trying to make out what he said. When, yeah, like, well, indeed, that. that's true. Yeah. And, but in a John Malkovich, that could have been, he phoned in that accent. He really should have done a better accent. Anyway, uh, that's one of the other ways that something's inaccurate. Um, There was, oh, at one point for the Kyle Omega trial, he's offered a plea deal where if he pleads guilty to the murders, he'll get life in prison and the death penalty will be off the table. Mm -hmm. In the movie, he's like, I will not admit to anything. I will not take these plea deals. I love
0: when he screams like that. Yeah. I will. I did not not. do this. (laughs) I did not do these things, Liz. (laughs)
1: Um but in reality he actually was considering it. He yeah. was considering up until it finally happened. But again, it just wouldn't have fit well into the movie. No, no. And would it have been in his best interest to take that plea deal? Yeah, he could've gotten life in prison. Yeah, but
0: w- I mean, life in prison would've sucked, I'm sure. He killed, you, all, it's like, 130 uh, young girls. Like,
1: But it would have been better for, like, FBI profilers to really understand more of the human mind. They got
0: that anyway 10, for 10 years. He, he got the death penalty but then wasn't put to death for 10 years. Hey,
1: listen, I'm not saying I wanted Ted Bundy around, but yeah. it would have been kind of interesting to have him alive and have more people to interview him. Yeah. You know? well,
0: the, whole, the whole reason why he didn't confess immediately once he got the death penalty— is because he thought if he confessed immediately, they would just put him to death. Right. They wanted they wanted to know what happened, so he thought if he kept it in for a while, that they would keep him alive. Oof. So, but then he finally did it at the end.
1: Do you think he really believed he could get away with everything?
0: Yeah. I'm, there's got to be something in, in a serial killer's mind that tells him that they can get— Or, I don't know, does part of you want to get caught, too? Like, why do they go back to the crime scene? A lot of serial killers go back to the crime scene— after they commit a murder
1: that's something they have a connection to the person the crime they like it there's a hubris to it and
0: you know where Ted Bundy got requested to get buried
1: where well he wanted his ashes spread yeah out. but
0: he wanted them spread in in the, in the woods where a lot of his victims were buried
1: I, I mean I'm not trying to explain Ted Bundy this is yeah. not a guy I want to get like in the mind of and be like hey what's what's going on Ted you know
0: do you also think that like he so part of me, listen, he, this guy is a convicted serial killer but like do do you think that he when he was confessing what he was saying was totally true or was he just doing that to try to like get them to push off the death penalty more
1: in the movie he suggests that's what he's doing yeah i think i mean he's the only one who really knows what happened you uh,
0: even speaking to his to liz i was wondering whether he was just like telling her something like i have a sickness to uh, take the burden off of her because she felt so much guilt that's
1: what the reason he said i think there's a part of him that probably wanted to get it out but there's also a problem I, I have no idea i'm not an fbi criminal profiler yeah. even though i do put that on my uh resume um i think there's a part of him that doesn't want anybody else to know the details of what he did with his victims except him you know what i'm saying like, yeah,
0: it's like it's like a personal Yeah. Th- yeah, it's like a personal hobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah.
1: what w- was driving him to do this. Yeah. But whatever it is, maybe it was a personal moment between him and uh his victims. You know, what I feel like they share. shouldn't
0: they shouldn't have done like one thing. Why like why they need to show that last like mur- like they showed at the end one one case of like when 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 he one case of violent like when he murdered somebody.
1: Because they wanted to show that he finally confessed and became himself. Yeah. To Liz
0: The whole movie though They didn't show it Then they showed it at the
1: end I'm telling you I love the fact That he was never himself Except when he was alone He was never yeah. himself In the whole movie When he's talking to anybody He's putting on an act yeah. When he's with his attorneys When he's with Liz When he's in the public Do we ever see him alone though In, in, in the movie Like for yeah. a while when? when he's driving the car When he's in prison He's having those moments To himself mm-hmm. uh, Also Speaking of something There's a shot When he gets sentenced uh, Of him crying in the courtroom That didn't happen either but man, what a good actor, huh? Yeah. I mean, that they did that that long shot right on him and he just cried on cue.
0: So, let's see, award season is coming coming around around the corner. This movie, let's say it might be in the running, I don't know. I don't think do, it. Do got you think it's going to work? let's say it is though. Who who gets who's who gets an award in this movie? Which actor?
1: Lily Collins. Would I think so a, too. Would get so an too. award. Yeah. I thought she was very good. Yeah. Very believable. Who
0: do you think is the worst? The worst actor? Yeah, who did have the worst performance in this movie? Oh
1: boy, this is Uh, easy. You know the answer to this. You think it was Zac Efron?
0: No, not Zac Efron. John Malkovich. John Malkovich. Yeah, because he phoned it in. Is that John Malkovich phoned it in? Yeah, this is like a payday for him.
1: He didn't. There was no acting. He really didn't do anything. And by the way, there are times he delivers lines, and then I compared it to how the judge actually gave the lines. No, no passion
0: there. No
1: passion, John.
0: No passion. No passion, John. Also. We didn't I can't believe we, we didn't mention this yet. Do you know who the the first cop was that pulled Zach Efron over?
1: Wasn't the guy from Metallica?
0: Yeah, it's the lead singer of uh, Metallica, James Hetfield.
1: I always wonder how these random parts get filled. Like why would he, how did he get linked up into that movie? How did Jim Parsons from Big Bang Theory oh, yeah, forgot became about him. the lead prosecutor? They like, both
0: were great. I, I thought they both were yeah, But good like job. how do you
1: even think about putting him in there?
0: Yeah, and he was not he did not look like the actual prosecutor in real
1: life. No, no. no. Uh, the, but, like, what makes them think, like, oh, we'll, we'll just get the most random actor. He was very good. Yeah. But I always wonder how they get these random people.
0: In the I don't movie. know. I think it, maybe they just all wanted to be associated with, like, a movie that was going to be... Like, this... I think... Did this win Sundance? Or it was, it did... well. It, 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 this premiered in Sundance, I know, and got a lot of attention there. Know. That's where Netflix bought it. Were so, you
1: surprised at how good Zach Efron was in it?
0: No. So, Zach, This was a good... I if from like a, just like a business point of view, I think this is a good decision for Zac Efron to do this movie because yes. most of his career he's been looked at as, as this like pristine like high school High School Musical like like good guy leader t- leader type of a, like person. This is like uh, why are you like looking up to him so much? Well, no, no, no This is the first. I feel, is, is this you? You really like Zac Efron? Movies. This is what an Asian would say. This is like the first movie where he is a villain. Like, you, yeah. he, he's like a different role than he usually is.
1: Kind of neighbors a little bit he was a villain, but not really for like a part of the movie, but he's great. He's yeah. He's so likable.
0: This movie just made you like him even more. <laughs> I
1: like him. I'm sold on Zac Efron. I
0: like Zac Efron too. He's a good, he's, he's a good
1: actor. Would you think anybody else would be good
0: in that role? Yeah, I was trying to think. If you, if if. Who else could play this role well? I was saying one, James Franco, I think could have done a good Ooh, job.
1: Oh, now that's interesting because he yeah. did that other movie where he played that killer and he was good in that. Which one? I don't remember the name of it. It was him and Jonah Hill. He uh, What's the name of that movie? Jonah Hill. He actually does like a series of conversations with this investigative journalist played by Jonah Hill. It's creepy. Huh. He would have been good in that. How about... um, You know who would have been good? Who? Oh, he's a little... T- True story, yeah. True story. You know who might have been good, oh. but he's a little older, James Marsden.
0: Yeah, well, they kind of—he kind of looks like Zach guy, right? A little bit. I'm also trying
1: to think of people who might look good. I think Ted he might Bundy. be too
0: old to play Ted Bundy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I think maybe Joel Hall. Uh...
1: Yeah, because maybe. he's not. You can cr- say I'm crazier. He's not classically beautiful, <laughs> and I think he's a handsome guy. But he's also got like s- scary eyes.
0: Really? I feel like he doesn't have scary eyes. Oh, he... Uh-oh. Not when
1: when I look into Zach Cameron's <laughs> <He does>. eyes. <laughs> but no, the truth is, he
0: might have been good. Uh, who else? Um, I'm trying to think who else. Let's see. Um, I think I could have played the role. I was thinking actually, too. I could, I could you have have like, kind of like the Ted Bundy Thank you. hair. I
1: appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, well, when it curls up and it's humid, they it would be perfect hair for that. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> You're Liz. At, ask me if I did anything. Ted, you got tell me you did it. Tell me you did it. I did
1: not do these things, Liz. <laughs> I'm pretending to be Zach Efron, pretending to be Ted Bundy.
0: So we're award winner there. Yeah. So, is, do you think Ted Bundy is the most well-known serial killer?
1: No, I think Charles Manson. Yeah. And they're glorifying him. Well, I assume they're glorifying. I the about the Ripper?
0: And, was, was Jack the Ripper? That's a big one too. Nobody knows what he looks like, like, like. Nobody knows. What, yeah. You know. Silent, uh, Buffalo Bill.
1: <laughs> You <laughs> mean from Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, not a real one. Yeah, and then you could say the same thing about uh, Anthony Hopkins.
0: Yeah, well, how does this stack up amongst other serial killer movie, movies, you think?
1: Well, I don't know how many serial killer movies there are. Silence of the Lambs. I mean, it, Scream. It, it, I know you did it, last summer. It's not a it horror mo- You know what it is? It's not a horror movie. They don't address so much of the violence. It's more of like, I, again, I don't know what kind of movie it's trying to be. It was, it was worthy of a watch. I just don't know how I felt about kind it. Kind of like afterwards.
0: a docudrama. Yeah. Kind of, but it's not, I mean, it's not a but
1: some of it's glorified, and I don't know, yeah. I, I wouldn't watch it a second time, I wouldn't watch it again, okay. like, I wouldn't watch it before I go out for the night and be like, I need something to pump me up, yeah. let me watch <laughs> Extremely Wicked.
0: It's not a pump up movie, no, man. definitely not a pump up movie. Lily Collins, who, who do you think could have played, um, the uh, Liz? She, uh, she was really good, I thought she, she was, was really good, yeah, and Hathaway. No, I don't think she could have done it. No. No, I oh, think wow. it's somebody. Wait who, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did she uh That's like she's We're like an Academy <laughs> she, Yeah, she's like an, a,
1: you know, a very good actress. Uh, no. Michelle Williams. Uh,
0: no, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe. Margot Robbie. No.
1: Whoa. Okay.
0: It's got to be someone who has like an air of innocence to them. I think. Ah. Be, yeah. Emma Stone. Possibly. The Emma Stone would have been good. Um... Yeah, how about you know you know who might, could have been good too? Um, Julia Roberts' niece was her name, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Maybe. Yeah,
1: you give her a call, tell her you know. I should, have, should have been a casting director for this. Extremely wicked too. The yeah. return of
0: Ted. Right. I'm gonna. Wa- I want to watch the documentary now too. By the way, and you know the documentary, same director as this movie. Yeah, the, I know. I this documentary on Netflix?
1: Yeah. So he really knew what parts he was changing and what he wasn't. It wasn't like a slip of the. He, he knows he, the story well. He knows the story well. Yeah. At the end of the day, though. Do you think you knew more about Ted Bundy or no? Not the story, but who he was and what was going on in his mind. Do I
0: feel like I know Ted Bundy? I still
1: feel like we don't know him.
0: I don't know if anybody knows like, yeah. what was going really on in his head. Scary. He, he confessed to the to the FBI and like gave all these details. Who knows if they're actually true or not? His
1: mom was in the movie, not his real mom, but yeah. like someone who played his mom. And I wanted to know more about that relationship. Because apparently, yeah. we, I interviewed John Douglas, who's a prolific FBI criminal profiler. Mm-hmm. He says a large portion portion of these serial killers, the relationship between the mothers is a big factor. Well, if it's like a bad relationship, yeah, there's like weird stuff going on. They become serial killers. Not necessarily that correlation, but I'm always interested in knowing it. Huh?
0: Yeah. I mean, I there's not the dad. The dad wasn't there at all. Ted Bundy's dad. I don't know anything about Ted Bundy's dad. No, but no. The mom. The mom. Uh, Test testified.
1: at well, the sentencing in the sentencing hearing? Yeah, yeah.
0: for him not to get the death penalty.
1: Yeah, it didn't work out so well. You know, I actually Googled, yeah, Ted Bundy execution. I saw photos of him. Oh, electro- electrocution, right? Yeah, I saw like photos of him, what he looked like after.
0: You know what's interesting too? So this the trial that was televised took place in Florida, and that was the first trial that was ever televised. And now for our network. A lot, of, like probably the the state that has the most trials that we televise is, is Florida. Yeah, I, they they've remained very liberal with 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 cameras. Yeah, um, you know what
1: I just thought about? You asked me before, how does this rank up? With he reminds me a lot of Christian Bale's character in American Psycho.
0: Yeah, he was well, a serial killer. Yeah, a serial killer. Good looking like guy. Yeah,
1: people were attracted to him unsuspecting, lured them in and then just murdered them in the most heinous ways possible. That's a really good analogy. Yeah. That's why I think
0: Christian Bale could play this part too. If
1: Christian Bale doesn't age, he could play anything.
0: Yeah he, he, he probably could he play. He could anything. play anything. Yeah. Anything. I want to see that new movie the Ford, Ford Ferrari. Ferrari, Ferrari. So it looks so good. So good. So good. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anyway, well, if you haven't seen the movie, I'd watch it. Do you think we gave a good enough
1: analysis that would get people interested in it?
0: Well, I think you're not gonna really love this episode if you didn't see the movie. I yeah. Think, I think I think like you, you're gonna most enjoy this episode if you've seen the movie. So well, you're not gonna hear this, but <laughs> watch, watch the movie before you yeah, listen to watch this episode. It, watch it.
1: Yeah. Don't want to give anything away about the, you know, Ted Bundy. It's like that time I gave away what happened to the Titanic. Yeah. You know. Um
0: so, anyways, see you next week. Alright. Bye. Bye. Bye.